if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. 22 films, 11 years, three hours, and a whole bunch of busted bladders. I'm Jeff Arbuckle. This is Film Seizure at the Movies. And this time I am talking about perhaps the most anticipated film of all time, Avengers Endgame from Marvel Studios, the second Marvel movie of this year out of three. And uh, before we get into my non-spoiler review, I uh, just want to take care of a little bit of uh, housekeeping. You can catch new episodes of uh, the podcast Film Seizure each and every Wednesday with myself and Jason Oliver there. We typically talk about more, uh, about slightly older movies, movies that uh, mean a little bit more to us in a, uh, oh, nostalgic, uh, way, or possibly just something that we always just kind of grew up with or always kind of liked. Um, every Monday you can hear me talk about monster movies. Uh, I cover lots of things from various different, uh, eras and different decades. That's monster Mondays each and every Monday afternoon. You can also listen to episodes of Film Seizure on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, we upload stuff to YouTube, uh, just our episodes. If that's where you like to go and listen to stuff, you can go there and uh, get episodes of the podcast there. Uh, and there are some episodes on TuneIn as well. But let's talk about, as I said, perhaps one of the most anticipated films of all time, Avengers Endgame, three hours of superhero goodness from Marvel Studios. Um, first and foremost, uh, let's kind of back up a year to Avengers Infinity War, where we kind of ended on a very uh, sad note where uh, the Avengers lost, the mad titan Thanos won, and uh, wiped out half of all living life in the universe. And all sent, uh, not just sentient life like humans and, and various other uh, sentient life, but also all animal life. Uh, so this movie picks up uh, pretty close to uh, about three weeks uh, since the the what they call uh, the the snap or what some people like to call the snapping. Uh, but basically, uh, the Avengers, what's left of them, are reeling, and uh, we just kind of start uh, understanding. Uh, more of what their plan is and what to do next. Um, the thing is, is that um, there is a little bit of a time jump in this movie, so we do get to see uh, what their immediate, uh, uh, what the immediate uh, aftermath is, and then basically the world as it moves on from uh, half of the population disappearing. So, uh, and, you know, this movie uh, is really, I think, really well paced in the sense that it, uh, it, it sets up the emotional impact of what happened at the end of the last movie. Uh, and the first um, several minutes or so kind of deal with uh, trying to figure out what do we do next? How do we, you know, how do we get this back? And how can we ultimately save those people who aren't here? Um, and it, there's a there's a great deal of emotional impact 
in that first, oh, probably half an hour, 45 minutes or so. Also, a vast majority of the trailers and the various clips that, that have been released for this movie take place in that first part. They really do save a bunch uh, from, you know, uh, so that, you know, or at least from two-thirds or the, the latter two-thirds of the movie, uh, they really do save a bunch of that. I mean, they, they had to show some of the stuff with the big climax, but they uh, were able to primarily use the, the marketing to, and as they've said for the last month or so, really just kind of keep it to that very beginning part of the movie. Um, the movie does uh, really kind of ultimately become a little bit of a drama for a little while, or uh, at times a little bit of a comedy. Uh, after the time jump, uh, we kind of get to see, well, what's going on now with these characters? What are their struggles? What are their, what's their lives like? Uh, various characters take things in very different ways. Uh, some people or some of the characters take things in a very amusing direction. What's interesting, though, is that once they kind of settle into the new reality of what's happened, uh, there is a little bit of a uh, separation of the Avengers. They they each kind of go off and do their own thing. And it's it's very interesting to see them handling the various pressures the various um defeat uh you know the feelings of defeat their um really kind of their emotional journey um when you get into the final act i mean and this movie is really kind of handled in uh you know the final act is about an hour um and it's uh it really kind of gets to you know, the, the action stuff, the stuff that, that you come to see. Um, but in the meantime, what's really interesting about this movie that really should pretty much always act as this, um, as this as this kind of action, you know, we've lost, but now we're going to fight our way back and, and win the day and, and do it for everybody that we lost. Um, what we ultimately see in this is really kind of more of a character study. And that's kind of surprising when, whenever multiple heroes have kind of come together into one movie, it's usually been mostly action. A little, I mean, a little bit in character, of course, a little bit in drama, of course, but mostly, uh, it, it's mostly action. And this time around, um, we we bring all of these characters together. A, a vast majority of the of the main cast of this movie are the original Avengers, and it's uh, it it really kind of delves into the way they deal with what's happened, how they've dealt with the past several years, and the ultimate defeat that they faced, and that really kind of makes this a a very different Marvel movie and, and kind of a special one. I don't know what any reviews or have said, but the but what I can say is that um, I can definitely understand if some people don't particularly care for some of the lighter tone stuff that happens in the in the middle of the movie. Um, but for me, I kind of appreciated it because it really 
what are you going to do once you lose? Once you've done this thing with the superhero team, a team that should be undefeatable, has for the most part been undefeatable, even though they had their issues, um, how do they deal with that aftermath? And that's what uh, that's kind of an interesting take that they do in this movie. But don't get me wrong, when it gets to the action stuff and when it gets to the stuff that is what you expect from a superhero movie, uh, it absolutely just blows it out of the water. Um, So to kind of get to some of my uh, praise for the movie, I don't really have much to say negative. Um, I was not... uh, I wasn't pained by the three-hour runtime. Um, There's a story to tell here, and it is a culmination of 21 movies plus a culmination of the rest of the story that they have to tell with this 22nd movie. So it's an appropriate time frame. I don't really think that there's much that they really could have cut out. So I don't really have a great deal negative to say, um, at least out of the gate, um, this film is really for the fans. Um, people who have gone to see all of these movies over the last 11 years, this is, uh, this is really for us. Um, and it's for people who enjoyed even half of those movies. Um, they're, they're, they, the nature of the story, uh, gives the ability to revisit uh, some of the things that happened in other movies. Um, it, it revisits some of the character moments. It revisits some of the uh, action bits. It, it revisits some things. And it gives us something that... And it also is very good at giving us what we haven't yet seen. And that's... Um, it, it's, you know, you think about it, It's like, how does Marvel keep doing this? How do they keep making billion dollar movies you know and and you know i know that even before i even laid my eyes on this movie it had already made 169 million dollars worldwide that's insane how do they keep doing it how do they keep finding something that people come back for because you can always have the people out there that say oh well it's just it's just popcorn trash and it's really easily consumable but it's really kind of more than that it's it's it is pop culture. It is a popcorn movie, but it, it it rides that very fine line of it remaining to be something that the culture as a whole, and really as it turns out, maybe the world as a whole can be entertained by. And somehow they do it time and time again, even to the point when you when I look back on Captain Marvel and I say, you know, it's a pretty good middle of the road Marvel movie. There's some better and there's some not as good, and it's still a phenomenal movie. It's still a movie that was really pretty fun to watch. Um, so, you know, how do they do that? How do they know what the formula is and what it is that we haven't seen yet? And what are some of the things that we know, you know, the comic book fans know, but haven't seen yet. And they just know how to play their cards, right? The Russo brothers who directed, um, not only this, but also, um, two of the three Captain America movies and uh, Infinity War as well. They just know how to do this. They just know how to make these movies and make them... Well, I mean, 
when it comes to when I say when I say that they make art with these movies, I'm not trying to say that this is like Citizen Kane or anything like that. Um, it's it's pop culture art. It's the art that we uh, that we hold comic books up to. Uh, certainly, you can say that various artists that have worked in the comic book medium, various books uh, that have been written about various creators, or you know, looking at their body of work as a whole, can be deemed as art. And these movies have been able to not only tap into what makes cinema fun, but it also taps into why so many people grew up reading comic books or were fascinated by comic book uh, characters whether it be from movies or cartoons or what have you what's funny is there were some people in that crowd that grew up with these movies literally grew up with this series there are people in that crowd that were in their early 20s or maybe late teen years that started watching these movies like Iron Man and the first Captain America and the first Thor movie and so forth. And they were watching those as kids and they stuck with them. And even much like comic books did, particularly Marvel comics, they grew up with the audience and, and it gave, it, it continued to raise the stakes and it continues to pay off. And Endgame is 100% the culmination of that. What happens from here is going to be something new. Maybe there are going to be some slip-ups. I mean, some people would argue that some of the Marvel movies that came out over the last 11 years were slip-ups. Uh, there are debates on whether or not Iron Man 3 is any good or um, whether or not um, the Thor movies really belong or whether or not the third Thor movie was too lighthearted and so on and so forth. So there are debates like that, but generally as a consensus most people would say the 22 marvel movies that made up this first 11 years of their studio are of a quality that is hard to really kind of compare against anything other than maybe the original star wars trilogy um so i mean endgame is the perfect tip of the hat is the perfect culmination um, how does it compare to Infinity War? I don't know. Um, I, you know, Infinity War was my number one movie of 2018, if you listen to Film Seizure's uh, year in review uh, a couple months back. It finished number one for me. I knew at the moment I saw it that there was not going to be a better movie in 2018. Um, I came out of this movie saying, I don't know how this can be topped. I, I mean, yes, I'm sure there are going to be more artistic movies that come out. Like, as much as I did like Black Panther, I can't honestly say that it really deserved to be best picture. I, I can't really honestly say that there isn't another movie out there that on some sort of artistic level, particularly when it was nominated for best picture at the Oscars and so forth, I couldn't see it winning. Um but that being said, of the movies that I go see, the movies that I will shell out a lot of dollars to go see, whether it's at a movie theater or renting it at the end of the year or whatever the case may be, I don't know how this movie can be topped. It gave me a, a feeling that, um, yeah, I, I said this back when I reviewed Shazam earlier in the month, 
a few weeks ago. And I can say it again here. I was giddy watching this movie. A friend of mine sitting next to me, there was a particular moment that was the perfect culmination of my fandom, uh, particularly what I grew up loving from Marvel Comics when I was a kid and what I love today. There's a moment that basically I was both a 10-year-old version of myself and a 42-year-old version of myself sitting there in the same space, having the same emotion, having the same delight that almost brought it, brought tears to my eyes. Um, it's it, This is a very special movie for people who have loved these movies or have loved these characters. Whether you never read a comic book but only saw the movies or if you grew up reading the comic books and and for the most part enjoyed the movie this movie is for you um and it's it's something that's i mean <laughs> it's <laughs> i don't know it's probably going to be the quickest movie to ever make a billion dollars worldwide um it, it's hard to imagine that it won't be a significant money maker um domestically i mean right now black panther is the number one marvel movie domestically it, i can't imagine that this won't be by the end of the by the end of its run it's it's a wonderful movie i mean not to be uh, no pun intended but it's a marvelous movie it's it's just it's from minute one to minute 182 i was enjoying and grinning through the whole thing. That's not to say that there aren't some significant moments that, um, I mean, this is a culmination. So keep that in mind that, you know, there are going to be, uh, certain goodbyes in this movie. There are going to be certain, you know, understanding that the Avengers that we've been watching for the last, uh, eight years or seven years in, you know, since their first appearance, isn't going to be the next team of Avengers that we see later. Um, if there is another Avengers, I don't know. Um, so understand that this is also a, a conclusion. This isn't just setting up the next movie. This is a conclusion. What comes next is going to be different and new. And it's going to, you know, for the eight, nine, 10, 11 year old kids that go see the next movie, it's going to start another cycle for them. And that it's, it's going to be a good ride. It's going to be a fun ride. Um, so, um, I mean, if this is your type of movie and you're, and you, and you need to see it, you need to see it. Um, the sooner, the better get your butt in the movie seat, see, uh, you know, or in the movie theater, see it on the big screen, enjoy it. I didn't see it in 3d or at IMAX or anything like that. So I can't really speak to what that experience is like. All I can say is from the experience that I had, um, it was just, it, it was just a, a, a beautiful culmination and a beautiful graduation of these first 11 years of Marvel movies and, you know, to many, many more years going forward. Um, I, and I'm sure they're, I'm, I'm sure they've already got some ideas of where to go next. Um, so uh, we'll have to see. Uh, does this end up finishing first? Right now, I can't imagine I like a movie more than this uh, at the end of the year. Um, how does it compare to infinity war or to some of the other Marvel movies that, that I love? I don't know. Uh, I'll see it a few more times. I, um, 
this movie comes from a, a, a different place than where Infinity War or Civil War or Winter Soldier was coming from. Um, so it, I'm still going to have to let it uh, compare. It's near the top. I can tell you that. It's it's one of the very best Marvel movies. Um, it's going to be hard to continue to keep up this level of, of quality that they've built over these 22 films. Um, so... Uh, Thank you for listening. Um, you can catch new episodes of Film Seizure every Wednesday. Uh, we've got a new episode coming out uh, this upcoming Wednesday. We've got one that just came out a couple of days ago, um, which is uh, Killer Force. Uh, if you have been a listener of the series, you know that we love movies that have force in the title. This one turned out to be a little bit different than, uh, than what we were hoping. Um, next week, we have the 1981 film... Um, Excalibur was something I grew up with. Uh, certainly a a a, a fantastic uh, ex uh, uh, example of what fantasy films were before the superhero craze came along. Um, then we've got uh, Monster Mondays every Monday. That's with me. Um, this upcoming Monday is Return of Swamp Thing, uh, which is uh, kind of a fun little movie, but you know, very different than the original, and very different than what we're about to get. Uh, on that uh, streaming DC app thing. Uh, so check those out. Again, you can uh, get those at filmseizure.com each Wednesday for the regular episodes of Film Seizure and Monday for Monster Mondays. Um, we do these uh, Film Seizure at the movies uh, every now and then. Um, so just be on the lookout for those. You can listen to our episodes on um, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify. You, we even uh, upload the episodes to YouTube. And uh, there are some episodes there on TuneIn that you can listen to as well. But uh, thanks again for listening. And uh, until next time, enjoy Avengers Endgame and Avengers Assemble. I like this one. <laughs>